Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. Recently, I found myself up in the middle of the night pondering and excited about the fact that we have every spiritual blessing. You might be thinking, well, that's a weird thing to do in the middle of the night. Yeah, maybe, but not for me. (laughs) Think about this. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. Genesis 1-5. So God is saying right there, evening was the beginning. And then there was morning. And that was the first day. Psalm 74, 16 says, The day is yours, and yours also the night. You establish the sun and the moon. God owns the day, and he owns the night. Just because you're sleeping doesn't mean God can't speak to you while you're sleeping or wake you up with an idea or concept that he wants to teach you about. But we need to be open to it, or when he does wake us up, we'll just roll back over and go to sleep, right? So up in the middle of the night, pondering and excited about this idea of spiritual blessing, I began to pray into that specifically for my husband. I mean, he was the only other person there, so why not? (laughs) I found myself praying that God would introduce my husband to who God created him to be, introduce himself to himself, basically, like show him why you created him. Okay, so that might sound a little weird to you, but don't check out. I'm getting somewhere here and it's good. So just for the Lord to reveal to him who he was, sometimes because of circumstances or past hurts in our lives, we have a false persona. We act a certain way, we do certain things, but that's not really who we are. But I was praying that God would show him who he was, that new creation. There's a song I love that says, I wash my robes in the blood of the lamb. I am dead to sin, made alive again. You can't be shaken. You can't be moved. If we could see who we really are, then I think we would correct a lot of the weird things we do sometimes. For example, I did a recent podcast on identity calling an assignment and made the comment, what good would it do or what good would it have done if Jesus knew who he was, but didn't know what he was there for, his purpose? That's a valid thought for sure. But today I want to explore the flip side of that coin, the concept that when we begin to truly know who we are, then what we do comes natural. And in making decisions, the right ones are more apparent because we know who we are. Now you might be thinking those two ideas are in conflict. They're opposite opinions or positions, but I don't agree. And here's why. I personally feel like God thinks so much bigger than we do. He allows so much more room for grace and imagination Think about this idea in scripture. In one place, it will say something like, Honor your mother and father so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. That's Exodus 20.12. Then somewhere else it says, Hate your parents if you're going to love me. That's in Luke 14.26. It says, If anyone comes to me and does not hate your mother and father, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Scripture has tension in it. I think that's why some people get frustrated and wind up with the conclusion that the Bible contradicts itself. I don't think it does. It just requires more out of you than we are sometimes willing to give. Well, what is it? 
Hate your parents or honor them? Yes. God leaves room for you in each situation, in every circumstance. Come to him and ask him for guidance and revelation. Just to not leave you hanging in regards to this idea. Yes, of course, honor your parents. But in comparison to your love for Jesus, nothing else holds a candle. All of that to say, yes, we absolutely need vision. We need to know what to do. And we also need to deeply understand our identity first in order to carry that out. So today, let's explore part of that. Who we are a little deeper. What does that mean that we have every spiritual blessing? And how can that help propel us into our specific purpose? Let's get God's 360 perspective on this. He has looked at your life, your spirit, soul, and body from every direction. When you think about things from that point of view, the idea that God has a 360 view, it changes things. I love virtual tours for like real estate or accommodations. You feel like you're right there. He has that kind of view. He sees it from all angles. They say there's always two sides to a story. But really, there's probably more than two sides to some stories, and he sees them all. As believers, we are a lot of things in Christ. Redeemed, restored, set free, born again, etc., etc. But what about this every spiritual blessing? If we could just grab onto this one part of our identity, I feel like that's probably all we could chew on for one podcast. So let's give it a try. Is that right? Every spiritual blessing. Well, it's Ephesians 1, 3. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. First off, don't get hung up on the in the heavenly realms and say, oh, well, that's not for here and now. It is for here and now. Remember, you are currently seated in heavenly places and living here on earth at the same time. You have dual citizenship. Another version says, God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing that heaven has to offer. Maybe that helps let go of that spiritual blessing is for later on when I get to heaven. Nope, you have every spiritual blessing now. Amen. So let's just talk about this verse, the word every. So the definition of every in parentheses, it says preceding a singular noun. So keep that in mind. But here's the definition used to refer to all the individual members of a set, without exception, all possible, the utmost. So the noun, in this case, being spiritual blessing. So how many spiritual blessings? Every single one, without exception, all possible, the utmost. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. We have every single one, without exception. We said earlier in scripture, How do we know if it's this or that when two things seem to be opposite or contradict each other? In ministering to others and in prophetic training, sometimes there are themes. For instance, God uses repetition often. I often say repetition is the language of Holy Spirit. But then what about the times he just does something once? In scripture, Jesus says, I only do what my father is doing and say what my father is saying. This is so important. I believe that in that lies the answer. The connection is the crux. That's how we know who we are and whether to do this or that. And that's how we have every spiritual blessing. It's through the abiding. 
Now, when we talk about identity and spiritual blessing, we could just list off a lot of amazing things, and that would be accurate. Or we could say one simple thing. The abiding is the spiritual blessing. John 15, 4 says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Another version says, Stay joined to me and I will stay joined to you. When you are joined to something, you are one. The abiding is the spiritual blessing. The abiding is the identity for that matter. If we are abiding in him, then we know who we are. We know what to do. We are one in spirit with the Father, just as Jesus was when he walked the earth. For this teaching, we're focusing on how spiritual blessing links to identity, because we are spirit, we have a soul, and we are in a body, but we are spirit. Galatians 5.25 says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Again, we could just list out spiritual blessings, or we can look at this more holistically and say, whatever spiritual blessing I need at this moment, in this circumstance, ministering to this person, or working through this project or dilemma, whatever it is, I have it because I'm abiding in the Spirit. Therefore, I have what I need, and accessing it looks just like, Father, what are you saying? Father, what are you doing? Seeking after Holy Spirit who gives spiritual gifts as he wills. The Lord showed me when we say you have every spiritual blessing, he actually is every spiritual blessing, all-encompassing. If you have him, you are completely, totally saturated in spiritual blessing. I just love that idea. I feel like we could sit and rest in that. My husband and I have been traveling up north a lot more lately in more remote areas where there is like shoddy cell service. And when traveling, we used to have to use this thing called a map. They were paper. Some of you may remember those. (laughs) But we had a map and we had to mark it up, sometimes with a pencil or whatever. You'd mark up the roads that you were going to travel and then you would know what way to take. Now we have GPS. It will tell you every move to make, and it will tell you more than once if you need it. And if you screw something up or make a wrong turn, it will tell you what to do to fix it. But the thing is, if you shut off your GPS while you are in the boondocks, then you can't turn it back on. It won't be able to pick up the signal. But the good thing is with God, somehow that connection might get shut off, but then you can always reconnect. But better than shutting it off, Better yet, just keep that connection. It's easier to keep your connection than to lose it and have to reconnect. It's better and easier to put the work in to just stay healthy than to get sick than have to fight your way back to health. Just take the time. Make the effort to stay healthy. It's like losing weight. Your body was actually created to maintain your weight. You can eat quite a bit and still maintain your weight, but as soon as you try to lose it, watch out. You have to eat significantly less and more healthy food to lose. It's the same in this situation. Just stay on track with God. Don't disconnect. Apart from him, you can do nothing. Know who you are so you know what to do. If you know who you are in Christ, in the Father, in the Spirit, then you know what to do because you will have every spiritual blessing. Maybe. You do have to believe it. 
Let it sink in and own it. You have every spiritual blessing. Sometimes when we don't stay connected, we forget who we are. And when we aren't practicing or putting our beliefs in action and ministering to others, we forget what to do. A good example of that is when I was doing a lot of ministry training and prayer teams, I saw a lot of healing during that time. I was way more bold to pray for people at the store or at school or a game or wherever I was. But then I shifted into a new season. The Lord gave me a new assignment where I wasn't praying for as many people. I wasn't ministering as much and I had lost some of that boldness. Whereas if we stay continually connected to that flow of Holy Spirit's gift of healing, it just keeps flowing rather than have it stop and have to prime the pump again. God will help you get it going again, but you have to recalibrate yourself and it's harder for you. Wherever you fall on the spectrum, whether you have strong identity and typically remain abiding in him and stay connected, knowing what to do, and this is just a reminder of the importance of sustaining that connection, or maybe this is a wake-up call and you are realizing that you've lost the connection, aren't sure exactly who you are in Christ or what to do, and you've lost some of that boldness, that power and flow, and you've gone on autopilot. Either way, he's right there with you to help to show you who you are and what to do and how to abide. So take a moment to imagine yourself typing in the location God in your GPS, then hitting search, and then directions, and then press that green go button. We've done it a million times on our phones. Let's do this in our spirit, either continuing that connection, reconnecting or connecting for the first time, remembering that you have every spiritual blessing because he is every spiritual blessing. And keep that God adventure going.